Hey guys, have you tried Poshmark? Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell your clothes. Find your favorite brands like Nike, Lululemon, and Reformation at up to 70% off. Download the app and use Podcast 10 at sign up for $10 off your first purchase. Have clothes that aren't sparking joy? Poshmark is great for selling too. Stars like Serena Williams, DJ Khaled, and more have closets on Poshmark. Just take a photo, set your price, and earn cash. It's that simple. Don't forget to use Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It's another edition of the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We're brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Rosie's Corner, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and our great friends at Sit Mean Sit Syracuse. Go ahead and log on to sitmeansitsyracuse.com and check out everything that they have to offer. Uh, any breed, any behavior, any dog, they will do it right for you. Consultations are free right now. It's the number one dog training in central New York. Make sure you go ahead and visit them online. Actually, the website is sitmeansit.com. That's sitmeansit.com. You can choose your location. Dave and his staff doing an amazing, amazing job. Sit Mean Sit Syracuse is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Well, it was announced last week that Saratoga Racecourse will be open to 100% capacity. Let's check in with Kevin Rich, who is doing some awesome things out there uh, in the Capital Region as the general manager, market president, Town Square Media. Uh, he's going to be on the call for a lot of these for 104.5, the team ESPN radio, uh, covering a lot of these races from, uh, you know, the, the small stakes, the great stakes, the Travers, the Jim Dandy, the Alabama, uh, and on and on it goes. Uh, you can get Kevin on Twitter at krich23. Kevin Rich, welcome back to the pod, buddy. How are you? Mike, it's, uh, it's great to be on as always, and uh, guess what, my man? Horse racing. I know, so man. So this, so this announcement literally gets out and I was in the middle of a couple of things so I, I didn't send it out but I wanted to tweet something that said Saratoga race course and, and I ended up just retweeting whatever the heck the post was but I wanted to post something like Saratoga race course announces that it will be uh you know 100% capacity according to Naira whatever blah 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 a live look in at Kevin Rich and then putting you you know with a gif of some kind where you're like you know, those gifts of the dancers and all the sort of thing, maybe put you like the Snoopy one or like the Lisa Simpson, you know, that, that belly bump sort of thing. I wanted to do that. Cause I know how excited you are. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm pumped. I, you know, I have, uh, obviously I have the, 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 the privilege to, you know, be able to broadcast the races, uh, with our ESPN radio affiliate, uh, here in Albany and Saratoga. So I, you know, I had that opportunity last year, uh, to still be, uh, be there on site while there were no fans, but it was, we talked about this um, last year. We, we talked about it since. It, it just, yeah, the handle was great, and people were still betting and online and listening on radio, watching on TV, and so on. But I mean, how do you run the races without fans? Yeah, you man. Know? Yeah. So yeah. the fact that um, we can, we can, you know, flash forward here. Um, you know, more than seventy percent of the people out there are vaccinated. Uh, Open it up a hundred percent capacity. The last few weeks, there have been talks of they were going to try and get as many people in there as possible. But uh, now with the news from New York State that, hey, like we're, we're good to go and the track can open up 100 uh, percent. It's, it's just awesome. And, and everyone here is excited. Uh, you walk around, uh, you know, downtown because this is kind of the time of year where, you know, people start coming into town more and more and people out on the streets and going to restaurants and drinking at the bars and, 
you just chat with people and there's just this like huge amount of excitement about uh, what the summer is going to mean um, for Saratoga and Saratoga Racecourse. And pretty, pretty uh, similar, right? I mean, date wise, like everything's kind of on the on the normal dates and weekends for these, especially the big stakes. Yeah, bingo. So for for last year, obviously things were a little interesting. You know, the Traverse was on a different time on the calendar. Yep. It was kind of weird, you know, based on how everything uh, shook out. But no, this year it, it's pretty much what you would expect out of a typical year. You've got uh, the one million Whitney uh, on August seventh. You've got the one point two five million Travers on August twenty eighth. Um, there's a couple more Breeders' Cups. You know, winning your in races. You know, we talk about the Travers and we talk about. Um, the Whitney, but you've got the four-star Dave Handicap, which yep. has always been on the calendar. Uh, the Ballerino, which is always a, uh, a great race uh, for the Philly and Mare Division. Uh, and then, here we go. you got the Sword Dancer, you got the Flower Bowl, you got the Jockey Gold Club, um, the Jockey Club Gold Cup, which is a million-dollar race. I mean, it's just the purses and the level of competition and the horses that we're going to see at Saratoga this summer – I tell you what, they're going to be putting on a treat for all those fans that are coming back this year looking for some great action on the race course. What What did you see so far this year? You know, halfway through, uh, in you know, triple crown races included, obviously. What 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 did you see? You know that that leads into Saratoga. You know, s- some momentum of certain things, or jockeys, or horses, or storylines, or whatever the case may be, to kind of set up the Saratoga racing season. Yeah, I mean, I think the three-year-old division right now has been a lot of fun to watch. There's really no clear separator, although I, I do think Essential Quality is probably the best three-year-old I do out too. there, yep. um, which he showed in the, in the Belmont. And, um, you know, I think really he was a bad break in the Kentucky Derby, um, you know, from having a chance of winning that. But I, I think he is the best uh, the best uh, racehorse out there, and I think we will likely see uh, Essential Quality in the Traverse. But the rest of that division, um, you know, Hot Rod Charlie, Rombauer, uh, I think Steve Asmussen has a really good horse in Midnight Bourbon. Uh, there are some really good horses out there that we're going to see. Um, you know, Mandaloon, um, King Fury. I know uh, Kenny McPeak is sitting on a pretty pretty good horse in the three-year-old division there, too. So, And I haven't even talked about uh, what Todd Pletcher will bring and, and probably Chad Brown, uh, who, you know, calls Saratoga home, too. So I think we're gearing up for a 2021 meet here at Saratoga. We're going to see, as we always do, some of the best three-year-olds in the country come here, not to mention we're going to see some of the great two-year-olds who are beginning their racing careers here at Saratoga as we do every year. I love the two-year-old races here, but I think you'll see like there's really been no horse in that three-year-old division that's really stood out. And what I love in years like that with the Travers is when you have different three-year-old winners in the other Triple Crown races, the Travers is that race. It's kind of like that tiebreaker, Mike. It's like that's the race that really says, yeah. okay, who yeah. is the key three-year-old that's setting up for the Breeders' Cup as the favorite? I got to tell you, that just adds so much to that day, you know, to, to, to that weekend, to the lead-up. I mean, you can feel it, you know, inside the body and soul of horse racing fans that when you're leading up to Travers Day, yeah, there's a lot on the on the table. There's There's a lot of money. There's the stiff competition all day long with all the other races. I mean, you and I are glued to those races all day, even before the Travers starts. But that Travers race, man, as far as being like that great, I mean, we, we've talked about how, you know, if you run the analogy over to golf, you know, it's almost like the Players' Championship 
of of horse racing, but but it's 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 added to a sense even more important in the players because of how late it is. What you just mentioned with the three year olds and forming into who you know which one's the best one, where the players is you know it's earlier in the golf calendar, and then you have your major you know a couple of majors, and you've got some end of the year stuff, and the world golf golf things start to come you know to fruition. That that Travers you know getting that best horse and, and competing for that man that is that that just adds a whole other dimension to the day. Yeah, it can be. It can really be a springboard. I mean, we talked about there's other great races that day. I mentioned there's Breeders' Cup uh, winning your in races that day too, like the Ballerina, yep. the Personal Ensign, uh, the Sword Dancer. But <laughs> you know, with the Travers, we've seen also sometimes you know you, your horses should be at their prime when they hit three years old. But we've seen horses that have had even better careers once they're four year olds and upwards. So then you look at races like the Whitney. But you know, we've seen horses over the years, California Chrome. I mean, California Chrome, yeah. you could make the argument, was yeah. an even better horse as a four-year-old. Absolutely. Um, as a three-year-old. Yeah, and I saw him, I, I was in person, you know, seeing him run and win the Preakness. Right, bingo. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, all right, California Chrome didn't race here at the Travers. However, a horse like California Chrome and others who have raced in the Travers actually have made their stamp, like those winners of the Travers or uh, other, you know, later three-year-old races like the Haskell or the Pacific Classic. Like, these horses then... Uh, become something really incredible in their four-year-old's uh, you know year uh, after this. So there's so much riding on the Travers in terms of really separating who's the best in the three-year-old division before the Breeders' Cup Classic, but at the same time, just the races going up to that day, leading into that day, and on that day itself. It's just it's what makes Saratoga so much fun, so incredible. Seventy-six stakes races, uh, twenty-one point five million in purses. For the 2021 summer meet, um, which, you know, yeah, that's exciting for the fans. But think about how exciting that is, too, for all the owners and the jockeys and the trainers. It's just how special this Saratoga meet is. and I think we're really going to be set up for a great summer here at Saratoga this year. Yeah, no doubt. A couple more for Kevin Rich, of course, doing great things out there in the Capital Region. The market president, Town Square Media, 104.5 The Team. Horse racing broadcaster this <clears throat> upcoming horse racing season out in Saratoga. Make sure you go out and spend a day at the spa. Go play golf. Go enjoy that place, the concerts. And it's just going to be, you know, it's amazing. I've talked to a lot of restaurant owners, and, you know, I work with a couple of them. And and they, uh, you know, I, I told them, I said, look, you know, you made it through this whole thing. We all took hits. I'm still taking hits. It, 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 you know, I, I don't know when it, it'll get better for certain people when, you know, when the money comes, I don't know how it's going to work, but what I do know is that for concerts, for, for, for horse racing, for sporting events, we've already seen on TV, there's sellouts, the places are packed, bars are packed, restaurants are, Kevin, a lot of these people might make it back times, times two or three, because people are so amped up to just go do things again. And, and I'll tell you what, there's no better place in the summer to do stuff than Saratoga. No, I, I agree. I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. I, you know, last year there was some of that, you know, obviously the track was close to fans, uh, SPAC, you know, there were no concerts. Um, you know, people were still going out on the lake. There was still a little bit of energy downtown um, at times. We certainly saw a, a dip in the pandemic at that time in terms of the active cases in the summer months. But um, everyone just kind of, you know, you walked around like, like something was missing. You know, yeah. and then it wasn't, it was true. Like there was something missing. So I agree in that statement uh, and that sentiment uh, full heartedly, like people are ready to go. And uh, I think that that's going to be, and it's not just here in Saratoga. I think 
you know, we talk about, you know, the Finger Lakes in the backyard, Cooperstown, which yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, you know, Cooperstown's going to be open for the fans to go and yep. see Derek Jeter get, um, get in the hall, the State Fair. Yeah, so I think this is going to be a really, really great summer uh, for everybody that's just been itching for a year plus now. Uh, to get out and, and really enjoy what uh, this area has to offer. What's next for Bob Baffert? Well, <laughs> suing everybody he can. Um, you know, just a couple days ago, you know, he sued uh, the New York racing officials. Uh, so, you know, right now he cannot race at Belmont and he uh, cannot race uh, in New York at all. So that includes Saratoga. So he uh, he sued uh, the New York racing officials over what he called an impulsive ban. Uh, which stems from the uh, second test of uh, Medina Spirit's urine, um, which, you know, basically got him uh, in in a whole lot of trouble. Um, What's interesting, Mike, is, and I know you know this, it's it's, horse racing doesn't really have, like, a true governing body. It's not like there's... It's like the NCAA. Right. So there's there's nobody here, like, what, what drives me crazy about this is... Bob Baffert can be banned from Churchill Downs. He can be banned from the New York racing circuit, yet nothing's stopping him from racing at Delmar. Right, right. Um, right. Pull and, Jerry and Bailey out of the booth and just make him commissioner, right? Just pull Bailey out, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, I mean, when people ask yeah. him what's next for Bob Baffert, uh, the, the question should really be what's next for horse racing? Sure. Because yeah. there's no, with no true kind of oversight and governing body, um, how can... How can he be allowed to bring horses to, you know, Monmouth Park and and Del Mar, Santa Anita, but then not be able to bring them to Churchill Downs and to um, the Saratogas and the and the Belmonts and so on? So, I I I think that what he what he's done, like I, I was shocked that he even put himself in a position to have uh, a horse in this year's Kentucky Derby, the biggest race to kick off the Triple Crown, to be put in a position to have a horse that could test positive um, for a banned substance. Um, I was shocked by that after what had happened last year. But uh, ultimately, at this point, uh, when when people ask me, like, well, what do you do next with Bob Baffert? I say, what do you do next with horse racing? Because there has to be some more oversight so that, you know, it's what baseball is going through right now. It's like, what, what can you put on a baseball? What can't you put on a baseball? Like, there has to be guidance on that. And it can't just be this way or the other way. And uh, it's very interesting to see what happens. But uh, at this point, um, we're not going to see, it doesn't look like, we'll see a Bob Baffert horse um, at Saratoga, um, which, you know, for some of us that always forget to put a Bob Baffert horse on our uh, our big stakes race ticket, maybe that'll make it more profitable because uh, you won't fall victim to uh, Bob Baffert bringing a horse that, you know, people don't think is going to win. Uh, winning the race, but I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens, and I think we're going to learn a little bit more in the next few weeks. I, I just, I think of this situation like baseball steroid era, even though there was a commissioner in Bud Selig, you know, the sport let the Players Association get so big that baseball couldn't test because the players said, there's no way I'm giving you a blood test, and then we saw the Andro, and we saw the creatine, it led into the needles, and Clemens, and Bonds, and all the rest of it, we already know. And it was so wildly inconsistent as as we go years from that point, we still ask questions about who used when, how, against who, what pitchers used, how long did they use, are there guys in the Hall of Fame who use, guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame who should be in the Hall of Fame. 
you know, and, and this kind of reminds me a little bit of that with the inconsistency part. The only difference is baseball had a commissioner there who let it all go. Horse racing now, like you say, no overall, you know, totalitarian, you know, kind of a governing big uh, uh, body to make a, a decision. But it reminds me a little bit of that where in the end, Kevin, it's always an open-ended question. And I hate that. Yeah. No, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, I agree. Um, that's, you know, it's, it's upsetting that there's no oversight there. And, and what, what truly the blemish for me, like as, as, as somebody, and I'm sure you probably feel this way too. It's like as somebody that used to be a casual horse racing fan that now has really, really gotten invested in the sport. One of the reasons why I got more invested was because I was your kind of traditional person that just watched the Triple Crown races. Oh, it's Me Kentucky too. Derby Day. Like, let's go out to the bar and, you know, drink some bourbon and watch the race and wear a fancy hat and throw a couple dollars down, whatever. And 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 what what you lose are those casual fans that watch the Triple Crown races and then they get into it further and they become big fans of the sport. And when you're so as a, as a major sports fan in general, when you have this situation like, oh, you know, baseball, like I love the sport, but all this stuff's going on. And we've seen it in the other leagues as well. It, it tarnishes your enjoyment of the sport. So that's what I hated to see with the Kentucky Derby, the, one of the biggest race days of the year, um, to see the winner of the race. Um, you know, then, you know, ultimately it looks like going to be disqualified here after the second test. Um, with a, a banned substance and, you know, the biggest trainer in the sport uh, falling victim to that too. So it's 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 a bad look, and uh, they need some oversight, and they need to figure it out. By the way, I want to see you in a fancy hat. <clears throat> I think you have at uh, the derby we went to. A fancy, a fancy, oh yeah, a fancy. <laughs> when, when, the, uh, when the incredible uh, uh, group of, uh, of women behind us uh, handed me uh, one of their hats to... Uh, take a photo with that uh is is uh somewhere deep in social media uh for somebody to i completely blanked on that i wonder why um (laughs) all right final one for you in the minute or two i have left jockey storylines what about the circuit uh that 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 you've seen here k rich 2021 jockeys storylines takeaways uh setting up for sarah to whatever the case may be you know who you're impressed with what's that jockey circuit look like to you this year man what do you take away so far yeah, I mean, uh, listen. There's some uh, there, there's some incredible uh, jockeys out there. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, typically Saratoga, as we're setting up for Saratoga, um, typically Saratoga sets up for the Ortiz brothers. Uh, yeah. Irad uh, was the winner, uh, you know, last year. Um, Jose Ortiz, uh, his brother, right behind him. Actually, I think to be honest with you, I think they actually tied um, with I think it was 57 wins each. Um, although it's it's just interesting, right? Based on the statistics, I think Jose had a couple less starts than his brother Irad, but Irad had more, uh, more earnings. Um, so, so who knows, but, um, those two always go back and forth. It'd be interesting. Irad actually, uh, got banged up, uh, right before the Belmont uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so he's, um, he's been off his, uh, his mounts for a little bit here. So, you know, he's gearing up to get healthy to, to finish out the Belmont meet and, uh, obviously come here to Saratoga, but those are the two we always look at. Um, and then, you know, other interesting storylines for me, um, Luis Saez, uh, he missed the first couple weeks of the meet last year, uh, due to a COVID positive. Um, Luis Saez is always that one. If you look at me and say, Hey, who's somebody that isn't an Ortiz brother that can win the Saratoga meet? Luis Saez. I mean, for the guy to have missed 
um, two weeks of racing and still, I think he finished fourth last year behind the Ortiz brothers and Rosario. He had like 42 or 43 wins on the meet and fifth place was like 20 less than that. So he's another one I look at and say, okay, you know, if we're looking at who's going to be one of the top jockeys in the meet, I look at the Ortiz brothers uh, and Luis Saez. But of course, as always, we're going to see, you know, Johnny V, the Hall of Famer, Javier Castellano, uh, Joel Rosario, who he was winning races like crazy yeah. on the turf last year. Yep. Um, so, I, you know, it's really, really exciting. And then, you know, I get excited about some of the younger guys in the sport, you know, Kendrick Carmouche, uh, Eric Cancel. Uh, you'll see, you know, Benjamin Hernandez, Luis Cardenas. You know, some of these guys will get uh, on some on some key um, um, horses this year, and and they they love racing here. I mean, when those guys win, you know, people get really excited. They get behind it. So uh, I'm really excited about what we're going to see. You know, with the jockeys, I, I think it's going to be a more open um, uh, meet this year in terms of you know getting 57 wins again this year, like the Ortiz brothers did. Uh, I, I think that's going to be tough to top. I think the winner this year is probably going to be more of in the in the 48 to 50 range, um, with there being a lot less separation from number one to, say, number five or six. Okay, uh, you're going to be doing these races, and they're going to be streaming again, right? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. so that's 1045theteam.com, and then you can get it get it on the app, too. Yeah, bingo. So if you if you live locally in the Albany, Saratoga area, you can listen uh, on air on 104.5 FM. Um, if you're outside the area or on days where we have uh, New York Yankees broadcasts, uh, you can listen on our streaming player. So just go to 104.5theteam.com and click on Listen Live. You can also download the uh, 104.5 The Team ESPN radio app. So wherever you go, uh, you can tune into the races uh, this summer. Very cool. He'll be calling them. Kevin Rich doing great things out in the Capital Region. Market President, Town Square Media, 104.5theteam.com and on the app. Get the races there. <clears throat> Kevin doing a great job and get him on Twitter as well, at krich23. Kevin, thank you so much. We're getting into it, man. Nothing beats Saratoga. We're creeping up on college football, NFL, coming off the U.S. Open, Stanley Cup play. I mean, it's, come on, let's go. Uh, listen, it's it, 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 we always joke about it. It's like everyone talks about, like, what's your favorite time of year <laughs> yeah. in sports? Yeah. And it's every Every, every damn, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> in sports, you know, I always, I always say March Madness, and I'm sitting here watching the hockey, and I'm I like, know. oh, Stanley Cup playoffs, incredible. I know. And then you got the Open going on. It's just, it's, it's so much fun. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I know you are. It always gives us things to talk about. And uh, just can't wait for uh, a couple weeks from now when uh, when Saratoga kicks off. And uh, that's that's truly, in my heart, um, one of my favorite and, and best times of the year. Kevin, thank you. Best of luck. All right. Thanks, Mike. Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Prestwick Golf, and Heather Saxton, a part of the Hunt Real Estate Umbrella. Heather's doing great things. She just sold uh, a house recently on the lake uh, in central New York. Make sure that you know that Heather at Hunt on Facebook is somebody you can count on who makes home more than just a place. She makes it a feeling. A licensed real estate salesperson. Get her on Facebook or on the phone. 315-727-3313. That's 315-727-3313. Heather Saxton. Heather at Hunt on Facebook. Heather Saxton, the official real estate agent of the ML Sports Platter. You know, it's interesting. When Kevin Rich was talking about, you know, the fans and, and Saratoga Racecourse, um, 
you know, being there, cool, we got it, we got it in. And how many shows did I do? How many shows did you listen to just overall? People, man, you know, as long as we can just get the games, as long and, and there was a lot of truth to that then, and, and there's a lot of truth to it now. But a lot of people out there said, Man, you know, we're gonna get used to watching games without fans. It's all good. Like, I don't really notice that much of a difference. And I don't know if it was media people trying to talk about it to make it feel like it really wasn't that big of a deal, right? It's like, oh, I, didn't, I don't really notice it anyway because I watch games on, on mute and you know, I read a book or I'm, uh, I'm working or uh, you know, I'm bouncing around different things or I've got, you know, I, I stream something else on my phone, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, some games I watch with volume up, some I don't. And, and I don't know if it was just that kind of just trying to make people feel better about the situation. But let me tell you something. <laughs> watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, watching these crowds in Vegas, in Montreal, in Tampa, the Islanders, uh, we're coming off just a few days here from you know 100% capacity at multiple stadiums around Major League Baseball, Yankee Stadium, just getting back to 100%. Uh, you know, the NFL is going to be 100% capacity in these stadiums. I got my hair cut yesterday without a mask for the first time since last February, right? Uh you know, you're going to go to bars and restaurants. There's no restrictions. Cuomo lifted everything in New York State. And New York State was the complete and utter clown show. It was the prototypical clown show of the coronavirus. And <clears throat> you know what? Like, we're back, man. We are all the way back. There's nobody who can stand in our way. There's no, you know, inaccuracies with facts. There's no BS. There's no cancel culture woke uh, uh, anyone, anywhere who can say, well, you can't do this, or you can't do that, or I wouldn't, or I, you're going to have your, no, we're, we're back, we're open, we're back, we're ready to roll, I don't know really what to think of it, um, you know, it's almost like I, I kind of look at it now that we're out of it, and I think we've been kind of getting out of it for like literally six months, uh, kids should have been back in school a long time ago, uh, but then you hear you know, medical people with all oh, the protocol, you have to follow the safety protocol and it's better to you know keep wearing masks as long as we can until, well, but then the vaccination comes out and I don't know how much the vaccination, I mean, I know some people have gotten it, but they still, you know, get coronavirus for a short time, which is really weird to me, but you know, vaccination is a vaccination. I mean, you can get the flu vaccination, your flu shot and still get the flu. <laughs> so so like as a vaccinate, I mean, I, that, that happened to me two years ago. I had the flu, I had the flu for like 24 hours. I got my flu shot. But then people were coming at me like, hey, you know, because you got your flu shot, that flu didn't last, you know, as opposed to like 15 years of me not getting the flu shot and I never got the flu. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, do we say that? Do we throw the cliche out here for that? I don't know, but. Like here we are. We're 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 back. We're here. College football, NFL, hundred percent. Got bunch of fans. I mean, last week's U.S. Open was unbelievable. So this is this is excellent. And let me tell you that when you go to <clears throat> a grade one stakes day, a big time stakes race day at Saratoga, Jim Dandy, Alabama, Travers, Whitney, whatever the case may be. When you go out to these races, you get there early, you set up your place, 
Maybe you're having a donut and an OJ enjoying a little bit of breakfast, or maybe you're having breakfast over where, you know, the, the horses train and such in the morning, exercise, riding, and all the rest. You know, first races come up in, you know, in a couple hours. You're relaxing, you're walking around, you're checking out the shops, and then it gets into it, you know, because you're up early on these days. I We are anyway, and we, we you know, sometimes go and save a bench, and then we go back and then back again, and, and, and it's just a... You can feel it. You can feel the ramp up to the day. And then when the grade, when the big race comes, the biggie, you know, Travers, Whitney, whatever, Jim Dandy, etc. I mean, the feeling right before that race, and you can just, I mean, the crowd is like rising. People are talking. The drinks are flowing. And, and, and off, you know, and they're off in the Travers Stakes. And it is just this rush that is remarkable. And so what am I getting at here? I'm getting to the point that when everybody tried to make that we'll get used to watching things without fans, you were crazy then and you're crazy now. Because there is no comparison. Watching, you know, those Canadian teams, when we started opening up in the States, the Canadian teams in Canada, what a clown house that was too. New York State and Canada with this coronavirus, the last... Oh my gosh, eight, eight, nine months. Holy smokes. They can't get back in the country. The Blue Jays have been playing in Dunedin, Florida. They've been playing in Buffalo, for crying out loud, and then obviously on the road. Uh, you can't get back. They can't get back to a game in Toronto. I'm hoping they can by the end of the year because those fans deserve to see that very exciting team. You know, look at the hockey games. I mean, if you tell me that the hockey games, you know, in that Canadian bubble, you know, or, or I say Canadian bubble, but, you know, in, in, in their respective arenas, it was kind of like their overall sort of country bubble. You know, we had the bubble, but then we had a Canadian bubble because it was just the arenas and no fans. What I'm getting at is that those games were dull. They were dreary without fans. Now, did I still like watching? Did I flip it on? Yeah, I flipped on some of them, you know. I, I do watch some of my games with the volume down, uh, you know, looking up here and there in between pitches, whatever the case may be, because I'm a huge reader. I'm a vociferous reader, so uh, I like to, you know, plow through my books. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 you notice a difference, man. And now, with 100% capacity in these Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm looking at, you know, these Islanders crowds at Nassau are just, they're, they're absurd. The crowds in Tampa are amazing. Vegas is just, it's, it's a huge party, you know? So, uh, Montreal, you know, Getting fans back at all when they first did was unbelievable. Just those few, I think they let in, what, like 400 fans, and they were nuts. They were making sound of like 10, 12, 13,000 people. So for anyone who then or now has said, yeah, we'll get used to watching without fans. This is going to be the new normal. Remember the new normal. Haven't heard a lot of people say the new normal lately, have you? You know, it's funny how that stuff just sort of disappears, right? Just all these different terms and all these different things that came about during the coronavirus that we'd never heard of before, right? The new normal. <laughs> the new normal. We're going to be, oh, yeah, Michigan and Penn State in the big house. We're going to get used to watching no fans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carrier Dome, Syracuse and Duke. Better with no fan, you know. It's better. It, it, so used to it, you know. Ah, yeah. You can hear a pin drop, and it's weird. And Zoom calls are weird. But man, you know. Hey, we got the games on. That's all that matters. We're gonna get really used to not having any fans there. Thirty thousand plus won't even notice. <laughs> you know, 
Hall of the Horse Racing, Derby, Belmont, Preakness, Saratoga, Breeders' Cup, all the golf majors. You know, baseball stadiums 100% watching Fernando Tatis whack the ball almost 500 feet, although what kind of baseball is it right now? We, we, we just don't know, Mr. Rob Manfred. You get the point. I will, and I know most of you won't, if not all, will never get used to watching sports without fans. The fans are important. The fans are what make a lot of these atmospheres tick. Think about the loudest buildings, the best atmospheres you've ever been in. Wouldn't be that way if you didn't have fans. Obviously. So, super pumped up. Big time thanks to Kevin Rich. Again, get him on Twitter at krich23. And you can obviously go to 1045theteam.com and uh, stream those Saratoga race course uh, races live uh, there and on the team app. So make sure you get that. They do a heck of a job out there with the digital media, so it's definitely worth getting the app. Uh, you're on the go. You want to listen quickly to some s- certain things that are going on. Uh, you can also you can also hit volume down on the on the NBC uh, uh, call and and listen to uh, NBC calls rather uh, multiple throughout the year. And uh, you know turn Kevin on, and then you can always if you have a DVR like me, you can always rewind it and then listen to the to the call uh, by Larry Kalmus. Uh, and and others as well. So pretty cool stuff. Kevin Rich, he's the best. Can't wait for Saratoga Racecourse. I'm Mike Lindsley, the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today. He's got a lot of awesome ideas. He opened our eyes to a lot of new things as well. Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, advisors.massmutual.com, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, He is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Al and Angus Pub, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camillo's Golf Club, and the support from the Swan and Whitaker families as well. Hit me on Twitter at MikeLSports, and of course you can download and subscribe to this podcast all over the major platforms where podcasts are found. Five-star reviews and feedback, they are both appreciated. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, (laughs) I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Lowe's Provember event is happening now through November 24th. 
It's the perfect time to shop GE appliances for all your properties, like the GE side-by-side refrigerator and the GE dishwasher with active flood protect. Durable and reliable, you can always count on GE to deliver the long-lasting performance you're looking for. Available today, shop the full line of GE appliances online or in-store during Lowe's Provember event, now through November 24th. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.